podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss our latest thought-provoking ideas and intriguing concepts. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Yasin, and this week's episode will be about patience. Yeah. <laughs> When's the episode finally over, man? I can't do it. Ah, <laughs> <No. laughs> oh, man, mm. yes, patience. Um, When will we have our first million subscribers? Exactly. <laughs> hey, dude, did you actually see um, on like our Red Circle account that over the, this this month so far went crazy with views? Wow. It's like insane. I yeah. have not looked in there. Let me do that. Now. L- look at it; it's, it's <laughs> insane, and I've I've no, no idea why, but <laughs> but I'm really happy. Well, our online marketing strategy, which we paid so much thought to. Yeah, <laughs> never absolutely. Oh, what the fuck is going on here, man? <laughs> I know, right? It's insane. Wait, I have no idea where it comes in, from. In one week, no, one day, 160 views. Okay, that's yes, that's sick. That's it's sick. Somebody cool. must have bought some some clicks and views. <laughs> uh, wow, that's a sharp increase. Yes. Wow, also December, man. What has happened? Quite interesting. <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. Sick. But hopefully it's not a one-time thing. Hopefully it like keeps going up, like the Dodge Dodge coin mm. um, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon, man! To the moon! <laughs> to the moon! But man, actually, I think that's already a perfect example of patience. Like we've been doing this podcast for a year now, and damn, it seems to explode at the moment. <laughs> i didn't cool. know yeah. i am quite i'm quite happy about that now i mean i'm we're not primarily doing it because of the views but it's sure nice to see that yeah yeah stuff is increasing and i mean i mean considering as you said we didn't really like spend anything on marketing <laughs> yeah like that it's, it's quite interesting to see yeah that sudden spike of views that hopefully mm. keeps going up but we'll see <laughs> Gotta be patient, right? Yes. Gotta be patient. Yeah, <laughs> well, okay. Let's let's see. Patience, man. That's um. I don't know. Yeah, there's no there's a hot how, how we can start <laughs> with that topic. Well, we we thought about doing it because of the last episode, right? Um, right. Obsessive compulsive overachieving. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Um. Why did we come up with that there? Because we are people that want results now and quickly. And we want to be at certain points in life immediately. And I think we came up with, okay, man, sometimes I guess it's better to just be patient and wait for stuff and don't force it because you'll enjoy the process a lot. Well, way less than... If it, if you're just like living in the present a bit, right? Yeah. That's it yeah, with that's this tr- week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, so much for listening. <laughs> now, nah, man. Um, yeah, I think a problem I certainly have is just just generally living in the moment, mm-hmm. being present and stuff with people. I've noticed that even uh, when I'm meeting up with people or when I'm with my family, or whatever, I tend to like think about other stuff constantly <laughs> like mm-hmm. i'm constantly thinking how can i improve this how can i improve that what's my 10-year plan what's my 20-year plan <laughs> have i made any progress on that thing mm-hmm. um gotta i have to make my goals list for my semester break um, you know stuff like that i'm just constantly somewhere else right you're already making your goals list <laughs> <laughs> yeah i already did i mean i've i've been working on it but yeah um Sick. Mm-hmm. and it's just but it's like an uh, automatic thing like it's not something that I, that I have to force i rather have to force myself to be present and to try to like mm-hmm. um yeah just just be in the moment with the people around me and the thing is the people around you usually notice when you're not quite you're spacing you know, 100% off. present <laughs> right right yeah. they notice mm-hmm. and it's it's weird for them as well i actually remember um before christmas break i went to like some um, billiard bar or pool bar i guess it's called um 
with some friends from uni and yeah we were playing it was fun and all of that but after like two hours i just drifted off and just thought about other stuff and just um organized my calendar and i don't know did just the other stuff because i kind of got bored you know because there wasn't any interesting conversation happening uh we, we were done playing pool and i was like you know mm. whatever i'm just gonna spend this time doing something productive <laughs> so <that I> don't <laughs> be guilty no, um and yeah, the people noticed, you know, they were like, hey, is everything all right? You seem kind of, I don't know, kind of sad, kind of weird. Like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just organizing my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that guy is certainly enjoying our company right here, yeah. <laughs> I know, exactly, yeah. that's the issue. Like, people think you don't like them or something like that because you mm. spend your time s s somehow else, but... The thing is, I quickly get bored and I'm quickly nails. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but I quickly get bored. And especially when I feel like there's nothing like really, I guess, challenging or just generally interesting about something. Like hmm. even at like parties and clubs or whatever, after f like a max of like two hours or two and a half hours, and I'm just like bored, you know? Because, okay, I drank something, I maybe danced a little bit or whatever, you know, and then it's like, cool, let's get home and get some work done because I'm... <laughs> In your totally drunken state, yes. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's weird. But is it similar to you? Like, have you had those experiences as well or is it just me? <laughs> definitely. At the, yeah, definitely. <laughs> at some point, I just tell myself, why am I even here? Like, what right. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. it's just such a waste of time i expected it to be better or whatever and return uh, like like uh, resorting to work and to organizing your stuff at the occasion is probably not the best solution to the problem because of the issue i just said like um people will think you don't like them or you are a weirdo <laughs> which probably is to some extent true i think you I think I'd need to be more cons consequential there and just leave and then do yeah. my work. Yeah. yeah. Not do like some yeah, half-assed sure. thing of trying to do both a bit, like party and or, or whatever. <laughs> party and yeah. work. Mm. But do you also feel like sometimes people just force themselves to like pretend to have fun when you meet with... Like, for example um to, to come back to the bar or club example i went to a club like i don't know two months ago with some uni friends mm -hmm. and again I, I was kind of quickly bored but i stayed for longer because the other people also stayed and i just didn't want to like be the first one to leave <laughs> and mm -hmm. um i felt like after after a few hours some people were like hey i'm i think i'm i'm gonna leave like who's who's, who's coming with me um everyone so can, was like, coming with the subway <laughs> <laughs> no and there were like three people and we went together to the subway and we were all like you know it was fun but it like quickly got bored and i feel like people forced themselves to hmm. still stay there even though it wasn't fun anymore yeah. and some people even stayed till like six in the morning or something i'm like what the fish are you, <laughs> are you doing till six in the morning what the cell you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are you doing till six in the morning you know just i don't know i i feel like people just forced it on themselves they feel like oh mm. that's what you need to do that's so how it's supposed to be mm. yeah and i'm just like man after two hours if there's nothing like interesting happening or at least any kind of interesting conversation or whatever or like something that just i don't know just that just keeps Sparks me there your interest, I'm, yeah. yeah i'm just gonna leave like why would i waste my time just staying mm. there because that's what you're supposed to do or whatever yes but i guess it's kind of similar to you definitely like i i don't know i think we have those social norms and how, how you should behave or how the perfect party would look like and how your perfect behavior on the perfect party would look like we have to those things ingrained into our mind and kind of want that nice image that maybe is portrayed in movies or in books or whatever we want that to be true and kind of force ourselves to stay but yeah it's probably not getting better no and there's Honestly, also like the the thumb rule of uh, leave the party when it's best 
<laughs> right? When it's still at its best. Right. Yeah. But honestly, most parties are completely overrated. Like mm. even going to the club and stuff. Um, yeah. I feel like I, I too had for a very long time had like this perfect Hollywood image of what a party is supposed to look like and feel mm. like whatever. And honestly, most parties are just plain boring. You know, yes. it's just you go there. Maybe you have a drink. Maybe you get to talk to some people if the music isn't so maybe loud. Maybe you get you laid. Have your <laughs> maybe you get laid if you're lucky, you know, in the bathroom of the club or whatever. Mm. But after that, it's like, cool. I'm I'm ready to go home man, and get some work done. <laughs> mm. It sounds nah. I, I I'm constantly saying get some work done. Probably just sleep. Honestly, doesn't yes. even have to be work. Just do something sleep. more useful for you in that kind of situation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which can be sleep or eating, <laughs> whatever. Mm. I think we sound oh, so think... boring. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah, like, oh, okay, bad. those kind of guys, they're like the kind of guys who just leave after an hour and just, mm. I don't know, are no fun. Um, but well, I, don't know. I, think I think it depends on the party, I guess, because for sure, there are most parties are usually for the sole purpose of escaping your life, maybe a bit, drinking, yeah breaking social norms and rules kind of escaping from the the cage of society a bit that's what the usual party probably looks like mm. and yeah honestly i don't see myself there i mean we all, all often talked about that in past episodes already but yeah 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 i agree with that i think like not That's with the how... not breaking social rules and stuff, you can obviously do that, but not in sure. the sense of pouring down drink after drink and yeah, <laughs> right. breaking through the yeah, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think it, it sounds weird, and that's that's just a theory. But I feel like people who constantly crave parties don't really crave the fun of it necessarily they really mm. just want to kind of ex escape the reality for a bit because yeah. honestly like i'm f like, at least for myself it's like my life's pretty good i'm like i'm pretty happy where i'm at and the things i do and all of that and i don't feel the need to escape it you know i, I mean if your life is pretty good and you're pretty happy why would you mm. feel the need to get blackout drunk and throw <laughs> throw up on some random stranger, you know? <laughs> like I, <laughs> nice. You know, Very. it's like, yeah, I, I get it. It can be fun. And especially with the right people, it can really be fun. But it's more of a yeah, man, let's just do it maybe once every two months or whatever and mm -hmm. just meet up. And it's it's more of a case of socializing mm -hmm. for me rather than escaping my reality, because I really don't yeah. feel like escaping it. I rather feel like coming back to it as soon as possible. <laughs> you mm. know, I don't know. A good party for me is not like the hardcore um, drinking until you black out. It's more like yeah, getting together. Maybe you have a glass of wine or whiskey or vodka or whatever, and then you talk about some inspiring stuff or whatever. Yeah, like something sure. you resonate about. Um, and the other kind of party. I'm also fine with it, but not every weekend. It's more like once or twice every semester. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, same. Same. Because you're you lose like I mean I guess I, I don't know whether it's healthy to think about it that way, but I always feel like I lose not only a whole evening of good sleep i also lose the next day because i have a, a right. headache and uh, i have not slept sufficiently and i'm really really unconcentrated you lose like one day of your life and if you do that yeah what, what let's say let's say let's say you do that once every every month that makes Well, that makes three percent of your year kind of lost to party. <laughs> <laughs> I love party like yes, I, man. I I really love this 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 kind of little habit that I seem to have picked up to put everything into a relation to 
yeah. to a year or to a month or if you do that continuously throughout the year how how much time you're wasting on something as stupid as that <laughs> exactly yeah yeah definitely Th that's actually a pretty good way to think about things in general i also like to do that for planning like i love to do that for planning for example if i have i don't know three lectures to get done till whatever day then i'm like okay uh, the lectures have i don't know how many powerpoints and i just divide that by the number of days and i'm like yeah. it's really manageable you know it isn't actually that much mm. um if you don't yeah, do it the in the last week <laughs> <laughs> right um yeah man mm. i guess i i i <laughs> I guess people think we are pretty boring, but honestly, yeah. it's just maybe even crazy. It's just personal but, preference, mm -hmm. you know. To each their own. If 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 you have fun and if you enjoy it, sure. But yes. really, I don't need that to have fun. Like my definition of fun is honestly vastly different. I think, like my definition of fun is, or my definition of let's say escaping reality, is mm. to which I'm gonna do later tonight. By the way. Just oh. get my hoodie and my sweatpants and my earpods and go to the gym for an hour mm. and a half, you know, and just not be reachable, not be on any social media, just work out for one and a half hours. Like, that's just perfect for me, you know, nice. then get home, shower, maybe Finally eat something, do a little again, stuff man. for uni. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So, you know, that's kind of my definition of escaping reality, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I'm simultaneously doing something like good for my body and for my mind. So for me, it's like the perfect deal. Whereas going to the club, it's like you get drunk. And as you said, you're going to have probably a headache the next day. And maybe you make out with some people you don't want to make out. And then yeah. <laughs> regret it afterwards or whatever, mm. you know, stuff like that. Royal it's memories. like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, sure, it's fun for a moment. But really, what have you gained from that? You know, yes. I mean, some good stories if it's really fucked up. But <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering, man, to kind of bridge over to the topic of impatience a bit more. Um, yes. The means of party people to escape reality is the party. Is it our mean to escape reality to stay in the future, always want something from the future <laughs> right Ooh. now? Yeah, that's that's a nice thought. Okay. It's a difficult one, right? Ah, th that's really difficult. Do you have do you have an answer already or <laughs> No, I just wondered, man. I, I just wondered. I, I thought it was a nice <laughs> bridging is, the gap move, but um, I think hmm, there are I guess there are many things attached to the impatience. Um First of all, I guess a word relating to it would be planning. And planning probably also relates to escaping the reality thing. Like how how would you like your reality and um, how is it different to what it is now? Living in that sort of dream. And maybe we, we need to define what good planning looks like. Or what healthy planning looks okay. like. Not constantly being in your mind and thinking about what to do. Or what mm. you want. Or where you could be. But yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. we so, can't live without planning. <laughs> lots of lots sure. of random thoughts just poured out sure, of sure, me. Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, just so I get it right. So do you think that there is an aspect of escaping your, rea your, your reality when planning? Escaping my reality when planning. I think, mm, yes, in the sense of I am with with whatever aspect in my current life, I don't seem to be happy enough. Therefore, I resort to planning and imagine myself a world that in the future where I'd live with more happiness. <laughs> I guess right. that. That's kind of what planning is about. Or 
to take to put it into the reverse planning also serves to um diminish possible future unhappiness like in the sense of oh yeah we need to stock up on food if we want to survive over the winter to put it <laughs> in very simple caveman terms <laughs> <laughs> right um we gotta stock up on frozen pizza um oh yeah okay. and spaghetti <laughs> gets oh, man yeah okay it's interesting sorry I, if i'm I directing it into a very stupid word analysis no no no, no, no. it's gonna be interesting gonna... it's yeah. really something i didn't <laughs> it didn't expect so it's gonna be interesting um okay i think i disagree with that part uh, that planning is a form of escaping reality for me the way i think about it is more it's a way for me to actually manifest reality mm -hmm. and i think in order to be able to plan um, you have to be very in tune with the reality in front of you and what the current situation is because if you live in fairy tale land and you don't really know who you are and what you want and what you're doing and how reality functions then you're gonna have a very hard time to plan yes you know so for me is actually the better you are at planning or rather, the other way around, the more self-aware you are and the more um, in tune with reality you are, the more likely you are to be good at planning, mm -hmm. you know, because you're able to kind of, in some manner, predict different factors and variables in the future that are not yet there. You know, you can yeah. kind of predict um, that... Or you, you kind of know yourself enough to know, okay, I'm not the type of person to study 12 hours a day, so I have to plan my future studying accordingly. Um, I know that always some unexpected stuff will come up. Somebody will want to have coffee with me. I'm maybe, I believe, I, I'll be home one weekend, maybe whatever is going to happen. Uh, God forbid, maybe I'm going to have an accident. What happens then? You know, kind of being able to grow, go through all possibilities and really think about how reality functions and know how, not how you want it to function. Because if you plan something like, oh yeah, I'm easily going to study 16 hours per day for the next month, uh, probably not. No. You know, you're probably going to burn out after one week. Mm, I get your point of if you plan for something in the future, that means you're probably to some extent not happy with the way things are right now. Mm. But for me... It's more of a, I'm happy with where I am and I'm grateful for the things I've achieved. But at the same time, I know I can do more and I want mm -hmm. to do more, you know, your perspective on that. That were a lot of thoughts and I just noticed I should have <laughs> write, written my points that came up <laughs> in my mind during that awesome talk. Um, but yeah. Okay. One aspect that's stuck in mind with me is to be good at planning, you have to be in tune with reality or with your reality. I think, yes, but not in the sense of you have to be living in the present that much and enjoying your life currently that much. You only have to be good at observing the reality uh, that you are currently in um and to see what uh, is going on maybe the stock market changes and stuff if you are a financial guru or whatever then then you look at that but um that does not mean that you have to be in tune with reality in the sense of you need to uh, that that you are happy with where you are now or grateful what you have right now um does that make sense yeah for mm, yeah yeah and hmm. yeah planning you say is a mean to um oh, how, how, how did you say that <laughs> a means uh, to manifest reality exactly mm -hmm. yeah Mm 
but somehow I think there there's still some aspect that makes me believe that planning can turn into escaping from reality, not in the sense of yes. uh, wanting to be in a uh, in that fairy tale wonderland that you can achieve with partying or whatever, but in the sense of if you're doing it too much or too obsessively and not accepting the things you have achieved through planning for once but once you achieve them always strive for the next thing right away especially for like very specific goals that you can reach like monetary uh, monetary success yeah like once you've reached a million you strive for the two million and then for the 10 million <laughs> and you never stop and you never you never accept the reality you are in right now then i think you're you're hunting something that you can never achieve and that is for me kind of that aspect of escaping from your reality right in the sense of you're you're trying to get there but what you're actually doing is running away from it oh okay <laughs> Oh, okay. That that was a good one. Um, but yeah, yes. in general, I if it's done healthily and for what it is supposed to do, then I think yeah, planning you can very much use that to manifest uh, a reality yeah. that you you'd love. Yeah. Haven't we done an episode on on goal setting? something like that i, I mean i'm sure probably we <laughs> probably <laughs> we've done an episode uh, on pretty much every productivity stuff <laughs> yes like yes. in the grand scheme yeah i i remember one of us saying in that episode that they're like there are different obviously different ways of goal setting and there are also different kinds of goals and different mm -hmm. quality of goals oh, yeah. and that we should strive for having goals like that aren't really achievable, you know, for having mm -hmm. goals that are more like ideals rather than real achievable things, like being yes. honest, being the most healthy version I can be, you know, that's Striving never a point. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Things that you know you're never going to achieve 100% because that's just impossible. But just the journey of getting there is what matters. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've started to rethink goal setting generally in that sense more to be like okay yes there are goals i have and i want to achieve certain things sure but i try to not focus so much on the goal itself and on the result um i i try to treat it more like the north star you know to know where i'm going mm -hmm. but i try to focus more on the process day to day and the kind of person i'm becoming through that because when i think back to all the things i've achieved um I don't really care about the thing itself. I don't really care about the result or how it's looking on my CV or whatever. That's like a nice bonus, sure. But what I noticed is that, oh man, I've, through that goal, I've become a much better, more, I don't know, more articulate, more whatever person. Um, even though achieving that goal, or, although achieving that goal wasn't like really that amazing at all it's more of the journey of getting there and mm -hmm. trying let's get back to patience relating that to patience i think where i struggle with patience when it comes to goal setting is and as you said in the beginning we're both people who want results like concrete stuff <laughs> to point to mm -hmm. and if we don't have that it's very hard to acknowledge that you have done any anything yeah, <laughs> yeah any, that you any have done anything <laughs> any steps to what you go because if somebody asks you ask you oh how is um i don't know how is whatever going and you don't have anything concrete to point to it's really 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 yeah. annoying yeah and i guess that's where i struggle with patience the most when there's nothing concrete i can point to when it's just something that you know i have to i have to trust the process so to speak you know i have to trust mm -hmm. that it's like going to the gym it's like exactly going to the gym you can go to the gym consistently for three months and you're probably not going to see that big of a difference probably not even you're probably not going to see much honestly 
but if you do it consistently for two years you'll probably be pretty buff and you're gonna be pretty happy about your yes in your... the rock johnson <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> um mm-hmm. and you know looking back you will realize that you know it was the best strategy to just trust the process and trust that if you eat well and if you exercise um, regularly that you're going to get there. But day to day, you're not seeing any results. You're not seeing any progress, you know, and that's normal and that's how it is supposed to be. Um, I actually remember when I started teaching myself how to code, like the first six months, I didn't feel like I made any progress. Yeah. Although objectively, maybe I did, you know, and I could program my own little things, whatever, but I didn't feel like I actually learned anything, you know, and now doing the internship, I realized, man, I actually know so much, yeah. you know, and it's such an amazing feeling, but it's only after one and a half years that you that actually see awesome. that. Yeah. that. That's amazing, man. Hmm. It's amazing. And long ramble, but the idea what I want to say is that we probably struggle with that and probably a lot of people struggle with patience when there's nothing concrete that, can, that they can point to day to day to justify that they're actually making progress. Mm-hmm. Sick, man. I think that's that's an explanation that hits 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 spot on nail on on head yeah, nail on the head, nail man. On. That. I really love that. It really resonated with me that I have to bring that example up again. And I think I have found an, a very good answer for that now through what you said. Um, when you dropped into another country where nobody knows your achievements or whatever, and in their society it doesn't count that you have been part of the excellence branch of whatever university or so. Um, yeah. What, what makes you... Um, yeah, uh, an interesting person or uh, a valuable person in that sense, in whatever sense you can even consider a person valuable. Um, because you could also say people are valuable from ground up, but I think I think you get what I mean. And I think it's that you're not striving for those quantifiable... Um, typical career goal things it's more it's more the virtues which which we yes which you mentioned the virtues that you strive for because i think they are applicable like in like regarding this example they are applicable in basically every society like the key virtues i mean we find them over all the religions and yeah yeah for sure wow um and then the patience thing yeah being stuck in a process with nowhere to point to like not having not not getting the degree yet um, as something quantifiable as something we can hold in our hands or uh, point on to others that's i think that's probably the source of yeah impatience (laughs) and the problem is that we're we're also kind of stuck in a self-reinforcing loop because people like quantifiable results. Um, therefore, what you're striving for is not the process itself of learning or whatever, but like the degree you want to hold in your hand. Um, because you're focusing on that now that much as well. That's why you are also valuing this more and probably future in, in your future job when you are recruiting someone, you will also look at that and not at the qualities which are more harder to figure out, which are not quantifiable mm-hmm. and it reinforces itself and itself. And well, yeah, I think that's a nice explanation. Yeah. Spontaneous yeah. philosophy in the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Wow. Yeah, I'm actually thinking. So, I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. Because we talked about like having those virtuous goals or that are like universal and that are are not really achievable. Like you can't mm-hmm. say, or oh, yesterday I didn't achieve the goal of being 
uh, honest or the most honest version of myself but today i have achieved it and now i'm done you know it's something that you have to strive for your your entire life basically hmm. um however <laughs> i do think it's very important to have concrete goals that are measurable you know that you can point to and say i did that yesterday mm -hmm. i didn't and today i achieved that goal i'm done with that goal but that shouldn't be your primary let's say source of satisfaction when it comes to goal setting because honestly achieving any goal like the satisfaction you get from that is really short-lived yeah. you feel like oh i really want that great and you get it and you're like that's amazing and you feel like you feel like like god for mm -hmm. a few hours maybe maybe yeah. a few days <laughs> and after that yeah. it's like mm -hmm. back to square one you know and you have to pick another goal so yeah as i said i'm trying to focus much more on the process and as an atomic habits is described to rather create systems and not focus so much on goals mm -hmm. and because if your goal is to i don't know read 50 books per year Good that's cool but atomic habits it's yeah but it's much better to just say hey man look i i just want to read i don't know, 20 pages per day or read for half an hour a day that that's that's my goal that's my system i want to do that consistently that mm -hmm. that's the entire goal sure my end goal kind of is to read 50 books but i focus much more on becoming the kind of person who reads 50 books you know hmm. um but on obviously that's a very difficult thing to do oftentimes yeah. because Would, as we said we want concrete stuff yes then what quantifiable goals like i don't know what, what would be a quantifiable goal like to put it very easy earning earning ten thousand bucks the next month <laughs> yeah. as you do in the easy. podcasting business um um or yeah, or getting or, or finishing your exam with a 1.3 or whatever um then i guess those goals should not be seen as the real deal but should rather be seen as a means or as a tool to deal with your impatience and to soothe your mind a bit but you should not see them as your goals um as you as your real goals that was as what you're really striving for um like like the different virtues you're aiming at or the end goal of becoming a person of that that reads a lot of books um you should rather see them as as that means to an end to to soothe your impatience and stick with the process but not more right. and you should be aware of that that they are unhealthy goals if you make them your let's let's say real goals <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah absolutely um that's kind of again this thing of atomic habits like changing your identity mm. first of all and it's just this mentality of like look if you're gonna work out three times a week and eat healthily then at some point i can tell you when i can tell you in six months or two years at some point if you stick to it, you're going to be really buff. <laughs> you know, you're going to be really good looking. Mm. Um, but that's only if you stick to the process. And kind Not of if trust you the look process. like you, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But yeah, but, you know, it's easy to talk about that. And I feel like it's kind of common knowledge and people know that. And people read books about building habits and all of that. But it's really something that you just have to experiment with and you have to experience because, you know, you can, you can read a hundred books on it, but if you don't experience it, there's really no point. Um, I remember actually after A-levels, I was like so happy. I mean, it, it could have been better, obviously, but I was quite happy with my grade and all of that. Mm -hmm. And that like satisfaction and enthusiasm lasted maybe for two days. Mm -hmm. And after that, it was like, okay, cool, but you know what now well, what, why did you the invest the last 12 years to <laughs> exactly that <laughs> to was get that two yeah. day satisfaction man <laughs> exactly that was yep. quite um anti-climatic you know it was like hmm, okay cool i i've got a sheet of paper and now i can do what i want but what mm. do i actually want to do <laughs> <laughs> um you probably summarize the struggle of a few million students out there at the moment <laughs> yeah for sure 
for sure. Yeah. By the way, just getting some advice in here. Um, like if I could give myself after A levels one piece of advice, I would say, do just try stuff. Mm. Like even if you have to like take a year off, like I did, just try a ton of stuff. Like everything you may be interested in. Yeah, and a, read for a, sure. Read, read so listen a, to read. podcasts. And, <laughs> a plus yeah, advice. Man, just yeah, definitely. <laughs> just just read stuff, do stuff, try things, make a list of all the things you're interested in, and then just try them one by one, and you're gonna figure out what you like. Um I wish I mean I'm sure people told me that and I just ignored it. I don't know, but <laughs> I wish someone would would have come by and be like, hey man, look literally just make a list and try everything and after you 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 i mean you know the thing with finding your passion and all of that and i don't know why i'm talking about this but the mm. thing with finding your passion and all of that is you never it's one of Gonna those virtue goals <laughs> yeah i mean that that for one but i don't think you're ever gonna come to a place where you're like yeah i'm done i found my thing and i'm just ignoring everything else it's just a constant process you know um but if you do as i just said then you're gonna be much more likely to kind of figure it out and find something you enjoy and just do it for the f sake mm. of it or whatever but let's get back to the topic no <laughs> I man, deviated I... completely Little advice session with Yasin. <laughs> and it. <laughs> yeah, we need that. Exactly. <laughs> we need a jingle here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but to reinforce that, yeah, totally agree. I think I think you could also already start out with that during your school time. Um, and if Absolutely. you haven't yet, then do it during your university time. It's, it's been one of my the best decisions in my life to just try out different stuff and don't focus on being the overachiever in one thing too much yeah. um yeah the only the only problem with that advice might be that you end up enjoying too many things and you have to drop some <laughs> <laughs> okay that's, or you're that's true or you're overloading yourself with stuff like me because you enjoy everything <laughs> sure but well Nice already. Little advice session with Elias. And yeah, that was, <laughs> that was cute. All right, let's go. Oh. Let's get back to, <laughs> that was let's cute. Go. What? <laughs> now, I mean, we were we are cute. Come on. Yeah, definitely. Um, ten no, out dude, of ten. I hate. Oh God, I hate. Would listen to cute. them again, <laughs> dude. I hate being called cute. I swear to God. Hey, anyways, let's focus on the topic. But look Damn at it. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shut up. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, patience. Well, all right. I think we talked a lot about kind of goal setting. You're too impatient and, with and people who call you cute. I'm, yeah, I, I guess I am. <laughs> um, what, what's another aspect of patience? Maybe on a more personal, less productivity yes. sort of thing. Whew. That is a spotlight question. What's another aspect? I have no idea patience. either. I'm, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking as I'm... <laughs> patience. Patience. What? Well, oh, well, I got some... one. I also got <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. You, you can start. and I'm just going to write down the question. You can start talking. Um, well... I don't know whether it's also related to productivity, but sometimes when I'm, for example, when I'm working on a physics sheet and whatever, and I just don't seem to advance, I really, really, really get angry sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Angry at myself and I want to punch something or, or whatever. And my question is, do you also experience those situations? Oh and how are you dealing with those? Like. Yeah. getting really angry at yourself or at the sheet or at the professor that posed, posted the sheet or whatever <laughs> yeah that's uh, mm. that's funny because I actually wanted to ask a question that's quite similar to what you just asked I wanted to ask if you struggle with patience when it comes to yourself like being patient mm. with yourself self love and all that stuff ah uh, here um, we go again <laughs> yeah yeah mm. um mm -hmm. okay do i get impatient and angry with myself for sure oh man 
I I think it was really extreme in like the last two years of high school. Dude, I was just like tyrannizing myself, mm. basically. Uh, I mean, I kind of liked it. That's the problem. I like I liked being really hard on myself and kind You're of being very sadist. very strict. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. Um, you know, and being like after after school i'm gonna go to the gym and from the gym i'm gonna walk home and when i'm home i'm gonna i don't know and i had like this very strict daily routine mm. and i would get so angry if i didn't follow you it don't deserve um, to treat yourself <laughs> yeah exactly it got it got to an extreme mm. um i feel like i got better at that but dude what's that uh, but for sure, <laughs> I uh, yeah, some I know someone out there was just screaming like crazy. Um, <laughs> um, I I think I got better at that, but I still do have moments where I'm I guess just too strict on myself or expect maybe things that aren't that realistic. Oh, um, I noticed that in the internship in the connection. Drop. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Anyway. Oh, connection dropped. I can still hear you, ah. but I can't see. Oh, okay. Oh, you're back. There you are. <laughs> Did nice. you hear what I say? Sad. Yeah, I, I, I heard <laughs> it. Um, okay, so did, Again, did you hear please. what I said? Or? I, no, please repeat. Okay. <laughs> Do I? I don't know if I actually remember what I said. That's the problem. Um, okay. Ah, <laughs> so. Nice. No, I said that, yeah, I do get angry and frustrated mm. and impatient with myself. Sometimes I'm just too strict and have like unrealistic expectations of what I'm supposed to do and supposed to achieve and all of that. Mm. And what helps me in those moments is really just to kind of step out of myself and oh, kind of treat myself... Well. <laughs> yeah, kind of, mm. kind of treat myself as I would treat other people or my friends or my family, you know? Yeah, that's the conclusion we arrived, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But that's oftentimes hard. really hard because Sorry. I'm like, yeah, okay, but I'm not my friends and I'm not my family. Like, I have to be more strict with myself. You are your <laughs> you own <know>? dictator. <laughs> kind of, kind of. Build my um, palace now, yeah. slave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's kind of how I how I try to to work with that and become like more patient with myself. And I actually notice when I'm more patient and more like understanding of myself, I tend to be happier for one. And I tend to actually get more done because I don't feel tyrannized by myself, you know. Um, but again, I'm I'm far from perfect when it comes to that. Yeah. I think I think that's probably also some sort of you might even call that disorder if you if you yeah, ouch <laughs> no, 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 no. if you are if you're not allowing yourself to be happy because you think you don't deserve it or whatever no mm. like not that you i want like to call you people out there out um no no but, yeah but if, do if you, you feel if like you can that no no i think i think also, in the past, there have been occasions where I thought like that. Um, but they probably also only... Oh, yeah, man. That might really... They probably also only arose because of some... Hmm, you might call it childish thoughts or, or whatever. Um, like... Uh, yeah... No, nowadays I think I'm I'm very much in a healthy relationship with myself uh, regarding to that. But there's also this this kind of hmm. Uh, maybe that was the thought process. Okay, if the world isn't nice to myself, why should I be? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That might be okay. Damn. Hmm. That's that's interesting. <laughs> Don't think it's, I'm in depression or whatever. No? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's actually yeah. interesting because I I did certainly and sometimes still struggle with that that I feel like I don't deserve not only happiness, just generally I don't deserve anything. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it stems more from my mentality of 
I generally don't deserve anything. I must earn everything that I want, mm -hmm. you know? If I want respect, if I want love, if I want, I don't know, money, success, academic success, whatever, I have to earn that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I don't deserve it just because I am. Um, which mm, isn't, you know, perfect. I mean, it depends. I think with stuff like love, self-love, relationships, it's not the best mentality to have, to be like, yeah, I don't deserve it. Like, I have to... I don't know, fight for it, but in a very, in a very immature and tyrannical sense, you mm. know, that's, that's probably not the best approach. That's probably some um, good. Yeah. And I do sometimes, I, I feel like every time I achieve something good or I achieve a goal I had, I, um, I immediately, immediately feel like, okay, but I don't actually deserve it so therefore i cope with that by putting in even more work and pretend mm -hmm. as if i didn't achieve the thing i just achieved you know kind of disregarding whatever i've achieved and just pretend like i'm at square one and just work even harder because i feel like i have to make up for the feeling of not not really um deserving what i've achieved it's it's the it's a weird thing mm -hmm. and <laughs> I, I guess many people have that, but as I said, it got better and I'm working on that. And um, as you can hear, I'm pretty aware of that fact. That's but the first step. It's You're in square two exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> yes, finally. Mm. Um, but it's still something that I certainly mm. have to kind of keep reminding myself of. Yeah. No, no. Well, yeah. I wonder where all that stuff is coming from those thought patterns <laughs> hmm. well <laughs> that turned let's, quite unhappy quite quickly that, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's get back to the fun stuff um uh, i don't mean um okay we talked about goal setting kind of yeah. in a more professional slash academic sense maybe we kind of talked about being patient with yourself on a more personal level. Um, I don't know what else, what else can you talk about when it comes to patience. Is there anything coming to mind? Anything maybe a little less serious? <laughs> <laughs> we can we can talk about less serious than patience, patience. I mean, not necessarily. Just. I mean, we can talk about like the very very basic aspects of patients like i don't know you have to wait at the doctors <laughs> oh <laughs> my god that's so annoying <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless crazy. you have um in germany where we are coming from there are two kinds of social security or uh, how do you say like health health insurance right two kind of mm -hmm. health insurances like one the, the public um state organized one and then there are several private ones and yeah i think you need to pay a bit more for those <laughs> but doctors also prefer those <laughs> a bit more and <laughs> yes. then you don't have to wait that long for your appointments if you have one of those hmm. yeah basically in germany if you're privately insured you're a vip wherever yes. you go <laughs> yes <laughs> pretty much because doctors um, get paid more and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean understandable so in a way yeah. but sure i don't know do yeah, you actually and get... i am not one of those so i have to wait. okay same. <laughs> yeah same 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 but do you feel like you actually get impatient with that kind of stuff like day-to-day -day things no i just brought it up as a general theme of impatience i think i can deal with that quite well i mean Everyone has smartphones nowadays, um, yeah. and you can organize your calendar or whatever you do in exactly. that situation. It's perfect. Um, the question, hmm. I think that might not even be a question of impatience because impatience kind of is. I'd say you're with impatience. There, there's some aspect of striving for something or wanting to get something. Uh, wanting to hold something in your hands in the future whereas the doctor's thing might not even be that much about impatience but more about uh, feeling bored yeah or in our case feeling like you're wasting your time or whatever <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah yeah 
think like with extreme but, boredom, it might be hard to deal. Yeah. Sure, but yeah, for me it's similar. I, I actually feel like I'm very impatient where other people are patient and i'm very patient when other people are impatient mm. uh like day-to-day stuff like waiting in line or waiting at the doctor's office or whatever like really just doesn't bother me at all especially yeah. as, as you said i have my smartphone i can do some anki i can read articles like or i can just listen to music man whatever mm. it's not the end of the world you know um but when it comes to, or, or even like um family wise like if you have an annoying little brother which maybe you can relate to. <laughs> um, we all you have know them. sometimes <laughs> right you know sometimes can just be too much but even then i feel like i've just i've just gotten used to that stuff you know yeah. to that day-to-day day-to-day things they don't really bother me but when it comes to as i said professional academic stuff then yeah i'm <laughs> pretty impatient mm. let's bring some stoicism into play again for all of those oh, out okay. of you who can't stand waiting for their next train because the uh, german railway system messed up again <laughs> Dude, yeah yeah calm down calm down stoicism <sighs> man it's an external you can yeah, change man. it Therefore, it shouldn't affect your well-being or happiness or your mood. You shouldn't let it affect you. <laughs> yeah. That's the formula of staying calm and observe others get crazy at the train not arriving and having fun yeah. watching them. <laughs> Freaking yeah. out. Like, like chicken being, who... Ex- exactly, <laughs> being the only one like laughing and all the mm-hmm. other people are just panicking and getting angry and crying whatever and you're just like the haha stoicism yeah <laughs> sums it up man could be a meme <laughs> oh you know uh, that you know stoicism. that girl that's standing in front of the burning house stoicism yes, exactly <laughs> exactly like that <laughs> yeah man. or that or that even... or the dog that's in the burning house like i'm fine that yeah. cartoon thing yeah, yeah the cartoon yeah. okay yeah yeah sure <laughs> stoicism in action guys <laughs> I, I, I mean even even with stoicism you can <laughs> sto- God. even with stoicism i think you can ca- take it too far i certainly did in the beginning like with everything i do basically i just take it too far and yeah. then realize that oopsies maybe maybe that's not the best approach hmm. um yeah i think in the beginning i was like I mean, in the beginning, I felt like I was doing that stuff anyways, mm-hmm. but I felt like stoicism means just disregarding any Every type of emotion. like emotional yeah. response, yeah. especially mm-hmm. negative emotional responses, whereas it's more like observing them and accepting them rather than, rather than letting them take control of I th- yourself. I think a good analogy for that is um, you should behave like the doctor that has already seen every kind of illness like several times already yeah. i mean that you are not you you still feel emotions like sadness or whatever um but you are not moved to an extent by them that render you incapable like the first time you performed like a serious heart operation or whatever <laughs> to, to put it yes. that way yeah yeah mm. absolutely there's also a nice analogy I, I quite like when it comes to stoicism. I, I don't remember who said it, but probably some Greek philosopher, I don't know. Um yes, always. Who was, yeah, was saying something like, yeah, the good old Greeks. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Something like when um, when your parents die and you have to take care of your siblings, you do not want to be the one who is incapable of consoling them and who's just a crying mess i mean i'm sure they didn't say that like like that but um who's just like a crying mess like incapable of taking care of the people around him like kind of being the rock you know people can rely on being the rock don't have (laughs) being the rock (laughs) (laughs) um like just being someone people can rely on you know Mm -hmm. even in extreme situations and yeah, and obviously it doesn't mean that you have to be a robot and not show any emotions. It just means that you don't let them kind of take over and yeah. just, as you said, just turn you into an incapable mess of tears and snort. Or how <laughs> and bodily fluids. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yummy, yummy, yummy. 
<laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I hope people aren't listening to that while eating. It's not a good idea. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I guess we're not the podcast that is getting listened to while eating, anyways. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe you are. Well, Maybe some of the new listeners who apparently skyrocket our podcast here. Yeah. Dude, I'm really interested to see or are where you listening goes. to our podcast while sleeping while falling asleep do we need to make an <laughs> asmr session out of this yeah let's do that sometime you have <laughs> like to like an asmr podcast. rub your beard at the <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh God, i hope uh, i hope it doesn't sound too weird uh, gosh well. We'll see, we'll man. See. We'll see about that. It's going to be <laughs> Let's fun see how many people tune out of the episode now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. But we're going to do an ASMR episode anyway. That will care. be a moment that gets into, if we do that, into our favorite moments of 2022 right. in the podcast compilation. <laughs> Just like rubbing I actually my beard have to write that down. Let's try to write that down in the episodes. Sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ah, why is it yeah. isn't it loading? Okay, yeah. Favorite moments, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that God. was a legendary moment. Yes, in rubbing I hope, I hope, yeah, beard no. against Mike. <laughs> uh, I hope this isn't the first episode people listen to because yeah, yeah. wouldn't wouldn't be so cool. I mean, we already impression. established that we are. <laughs> <laughs> no sex podcast no asmr podcast yeah we're, we're just we're just talking about stuff basically yep. and having fun as you see mm. <laughs> welcome yes, to the club welcome <laughs> to the club of weirdos <laughs> yeah there is an exit you're stuck here with us mm. you're welcome no turning back this is reality <laughs> <Turning> now <back. laughs> don't be impatient <laughs> right man i think okay, we dude. already talked an hour again we talked a lot time yeah. flies <laughs> anything else you you want to mention i have no idea oh man maybe Something. a little summary um a little summary yes <laughs> what did we say what, yeah <laughs> impatience i guess what i took away is the feeling you have when you don't have quantifiable achievements in your hand like the great um when you when you're rather stuck in the process and objectively you are making progress because you're learning le more and more but subjectively it feels like you're still hardly above this uh, of the start line yeah and um we can probably use quantifiable goals to satisfy our impatience or like our need of um achieving something do not feel impatient, but we should not make them our actual real goals we're striving for because then we lose our connection to reality because we are setting one goal after another. We're turning maybe even uh, tyrannical to ourselves um, yeah. because we want to have more progress and progress with quantifiable goals. Rather, we should maybe choose... Um, how do you say not not uh, like more qualitative goals that you can't really reach that you have to embark um, on the journey on uh, the journey is the goal there and that's for example uh virtues like yeah uh, honesty um for sure yeah. Nice oh really i i would even go as far as saying basically every goal you set even those very quantifiable goals mm -hmm. if you focus more on the process you're actually gonna enjoy achieving that goal you know it's gonna be quite automatic mm -hmm. instead of like constantly checking how far you still have to go and how many steps you still have to take but then the quantifiable goal isn't your um goal anymore because if you're focusing on the process then the process is like your goal and not <laughs> well yeah i mean I that's like the logically weird stuff again but yeah sure yeah i think okay okay i think i do think the process should be the goal generally but the process mm. should lead to the goal mm. at some point 
or you know the in the time frame you set yourself yeah uh, but uh, let's <laughs> there was that's more summary. technical that's yeah. the summary yeah. yeah that's more technical <laughs> maybe we we talk about that in a future episode yeah. again but um beautiful summary um just as me i didn't just like much. me yeah <laughs> well spit out what resonated with you if you still want um if it's the same then yeah it is absolutely well, so nice. beautiful summary so thank you for that and thank you for the listeners out there and especially Ooh. to the new ones who have skyrocketed this podcast over the last yep. i don't know one and a half months um keep going guys mm. <laughs> you want to see that throw yourself a nice beard like yasin so you can do asmr exactly. podcasting <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um but yeah thank you thank you guys so much for listening and for tuning in and if you have any feedback or any questions feel free to shoot us an email and more importantly leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to because that really helps a ton um and it's probably part of the reason why so many people have started to listen to this Hmm. so yeah leave a review leave feedback and hope to see you guys next week bye 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 guys yeah (laughs) Skrt. <laughs> Let's leave that in there. I have no. <laughs> yeah, man. Skrt. Scooby-Dub. <laughs> <laughs>